0: All right, what to do? What it do? What to do? This is DJ Mike T, and um, I'm gonna use my home studio tonight to do this. You on my podcast and radio station studio. But I was just sitting there thinking, like, what am I gonna do my next episode about? I figured out what I'm gonna do my next episode about. And um, I'm not a, a phaso religious person. I'm a more of a realistic religious person. Like, you know, what I'm saying, look at look, look at what time is right now. But I'm not a face on me and I ain't going through all the emotions. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Understanding something and understanding something is just what life's about. A lot of stuff is just, you, you know, you get kind of happy that you understand things. But I'm not going to stick and just sit there and be happy like that. Because it's going to be, once you're outside that circle, you got to deal with life the way it comes. Everybody's not educated with you, basically what I'm saying. Now, my topic today is Trump. And uh, it's not about... The electoral votes and none of that, it's the lesson that Trump taught everybody. You can learn from the bad just as well as good. What you learn from the bad is what not to do. But the point that Trump made and the point that it should be given birth to, which has happened before, but Trump just put it in, in the full motion, is don't take things for granted. That's the lesson he taught everybody. Uh, if it's an election and it's say this person won, don't just run off and say that person won go back and make sure that these businesses, that's that's why a lot of things come, you know, it seems like the system right now is a damn, if you do damn, if you don't, especially when it it hit things like comedy, uh, just real life issues, you know, you being recorded all the time. So people can go back and besides the manipulation, I'm talking about point blank and debate. Everything's debatable. That's why when you went to college, they had or high school elementary, basically a debate team, everything sit out there to do this side, you know, the yin and the yang, but, Besides the point, everything should not be taken for granted for you just looking at it and going, "Duh, okay. You know, you, sometimes you got to grow into, like, you can learn something. Let me, let me put it to you this way. Everything I learned in college did not apply to me at the time that I took the course until I got, like, in my 30s. Now I went to college when I was 17, left when I was 19. I went to a two-year college. It did not apply to nothing that I was doing until I got in my thirties and had my own business at home, and I'm sitting there with idle time and just start thinking. Hmm. Grabbed a few books off the shelf that I had and ran through it, but the additive to it was I was smoking weed too, though. If <laughs> alcohol just was that's that's an enhancer of uh, octane, octane booster. Marijuana, depending on what strain you get. Sometimes that stuff will make you think, really, really, like, what the heck is, what What was I doing back? Man, I'm glad I'm me right now, not me back then. You know what I'm saying? That type of little stuff. But that's just the situation I grew into. But it didn't apply to me until I got in my 30s. I'm glad it applied, though. Some people, they never apply what they learn to what they're doing. And that's the right reason why we have so much reckless uh, yap going on in the world. And that's what the thing that I'm saying that Trump made, uh, he, now he did it unconsciously. He did it with... His, his means was going one way, but he was trying to put the square peg in a round hole for a right reason. You know, because he knew the world's in a yin and a yang, you know, disposition about things. But the way he did it, he didn't fully develop the plan in his head. He knew his emotions said go this way, but his full plan was like, like you know, you, you're in a position where you got to reach most of all, plus the world, where you're dealing with the presidency and a country. You're the representative spokesman, and you have a job to do that's a job I would not want to take. It's more responsibility. But some people, let me say this. People are built, the successful people are actually built to what they do, to what they do. Um, look at somebody like LL Cool J or Now They had words before, they had, you know. But the intellect of both of them on both coasts, look how they put it together. LL went and got a West Coast DJ in production to start doing his production changed the business. Ice-T, on the other hand, grabbed a lot of New York cats and started Water the Bush and the Tribe and the Ryan Syndicate on the West Coast. And it, it turned into something else later. You know, a respectable man. And he, they both just climbed up the ladder. Respectfully. Knowledgeably. Honorably. Without breaking too much faith codes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem with a lot of rap artists. You know, and then you got the the outside looking in. That's what messes a lot of things up, too. But in that form of where they live at, they're they they they, they have uh, how I say buffers that help them out. You know, to help respond. But a lot of people help them respond to stupid stereotype negativity. Now, on the streets, you don't have that. And the problem I see with the streets is that you're looking for love in a place you're supposed to find self-respect. That's what the streets is about: respect, self first than others. Don't blatantly just do it because you're trying to start a ride to be bigger and louder and that's what you think gonna go down. Nah, because that's, <laughs> that's not what it's about. But like I said, to learn with him is, is to, you know, don't take things for granted. You know, everything can be manipulated. You know, he lives by, he's not a high grade of weed though. He is not, Trump is nowhere near a high grade of weed. He's an old strand of a structure that that structure's never gonna break and he took it as far as what he learned and applied all he did was apply what he learned the way he learned it that's all i see so if all in this life was white people and uh you know it's nothing wrong with being white but like i said we're in a system that was built and structured and time frames and errors by certain certain things right now we're still going through white flight because all the black people that was could be in control got arrogant and lost their position we're going to keep going through that. That's where we're at right now with the next movement we have. You guys get to a certain social status, then you get ignorant. That don't mean go backwards to go forwards. That means play you while you can play you in the right. You got to think on your toes where you at. Ain't nobody going to give you a spokesman job when everybody's speaking for themselves either. That's what I mean, getting up there, thinking you're looking down, helping dad. Dad don't understand what you're doing. Down don't even care what you're talking about. Dan trying to get up there. You ain't giving no ladders up. You're not giving a ladder up. You didn't even have a ladder where you was born. you just using what you got to go where you're going, but you're not putting that. No, you're not. That's what you ain't doing. I swear, boy, people really think they're right and they're dead wrong. That's why karma be hitting people in the face. Now, back to what I'm talking about. You can learn from negativity what not to do. But the point blank period is every generation, they got to outdo the first generation before them 10 times. That's a curse. And some people seen the curse and they, they drove them crazy. But it is, it's it's actual generational curse going on. The more you talk about it, the less you're going to be productive about it. Uh, I heard, well, I, I understand it's this, this theory about life. You say things out loud to clear it to your mind. You don't speak it in existence. You're just combusting off existence. That's what man doesn't understand. Man is just combusting off existence. Bottom line to that one. But you speak if you, you see some people that talk to themselves every once in a while because that's their unconscious mind telling them I need to actually hear this to put it into a better motion. You learn out loud. The teacher taught you out loud. So you see it's as, as, as a structure that's instilled in you. But like I said, you can take from that. Ne- but see the thing people don't take from negative to make it right. They take from negative to try to make themselves into superheroes. Crips and Bloods are not the next superheroes. They never was going to be. Those are freaking daredevil risk takers and it's only there to make sure that police have jobs you want to defund the police stop doing dumb shit <laughs> that's how you defund the police okay that's the, i hate to be the one to tell you that but that's the only logical solution i can ever come up with about the streets and the streets is about timing see when the, the original crips and bloods and they got together the police were there the sheriffs were there the money was there they can use uh, the crime system, the thing to fight crime is based upon what crimes are being done. So it's an action reaction type of a thing. That's why they call it the federal Bureau of investigation. You have to do something first in order to go in and take this federation bureau and investigate what the fuck been done. Then they go to develop a plan to stop it for if this has become a ongoing, uh, uh, ongoing occurrence. But some things, you don't, know, you are so busy trying to restructure the structure because you think that I I'm here. Hear through what? You hear through combustion. Just like the air you're breathing around your mouth, that's combustion. You're, on a, you're actually a late freight of what's already going on, which means you don't even have to be here. That's the way life rolls. But don't, you know, like I said, like, like I said, the point Trump was making is he don't know he made this point. But don't take things for granted. Count it, recount it. You know, like your money, your structure, your plan in life. Count it, recount it. But if you sit there looking at the next person thinking everybody's just going to accept what you're saying, then you kind of lost your mind. Like I said, the games they played back then, that's, that's all they was left for them to play. The system was changing. They was taking all the free sports out of the uh, parks and making them paid sports. It was, oh, when I got along, you know what I'm saying? My mother couldn't afford because my moms and pops broke up to put me in pop with a football that I wanted to play with. My cousin's father made a little bit more money. They, they, my mom my, my, my and my cousin's father and brother and sister he couldn't pay for them two to go, and then turn around, she turned around and paid for me to go. So I had to play it in high school as a class. Just one year I wanted to see what it was like, and I, I did. I you know, made some good friends and walked off. But it, it changed. You see what I'm saying? The system's changed. Even in L.A. now, you still got to pay to go to these public pools now. It used to be free. when well, I used to be alive. What I met, the, half the players I met that came and made it through the recording industry, a lot of them came out of these pools. Sports is always a big part in every you know every hood, everything is it's not the best sports player. You have the, the ones that they good now they they turn into, the, you know, whatever they turn. They don't they don't consist of being sports. I even seen DJs growing up. That was a poor guy, he moved back to Puerto Rico. His name was Alfredo. The baddest motherfucker on two turntables, but he scratched backwards. <laughs> where the tone arm was, where the needle was, he scratched backwards that way, but it made it sound forward. And I kept saying, why did you scratch? You know, I thought everybody knew I was backwards because I'm a right-hand person, but I scratched like a left-hand DJ. He scratched, he said his mind is totally and he was better than me. I said, tell him, do you know you're better than me? He would never, because I I was like intimidating in the DJ world, and I got that from being with Bobcat, because Bobcat was like our, our rev motor. Ask anybody, you can ask Aladdin, you can ask Joe, you can ask, not Egypt though. Egypt, was, you know, Egypt was Mister Cool. He set the trend, but after Egypt was Bobcat. Bobcat was like our motivator. So Bobcat communicated with all DJs, no matter what hood you are from, no matter what your social ranking is. If he was good enough to be in his presence, he was coming to talk to. He seen the inner core. Of you. He did a lot of things and spoke up a lot of stuff that that really I still thrive on a day. You know what I'm saying? Considering. Considering he was a Crip and I grew up in a blood neighborhood, I still—it's not about peers and older. It's about who makes the most sense when they talk. You know, there's not an age on that. Now, if you gotta learn learn from how dumb you are, a lot of people don't really need to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you 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 speak on getting out of situations that came your way, you you know you had nothing to do with it, and you got out of it—that that's that's smart. The thing is, like, like I said, rap music going to that point to where you got to learn from your mistakes, type of a situation. <laughs> that's kind of going backwards at it, you know what I'm saying? I'ma I still dope to see how it is. You know, I, I growing up in the streets, niggas was like that, boy. I just wanted to see how it is. Then you a blatant idiot. <laughs> Motherfucker, say no, don't take your ass in there. You only do things when you know you can get the frick in the door and out the fucking door. If you go in there, and you get stuck. That's on you, partner. Now you got to grow your ass out of there with all the excuses that's out there and I told you before not to go. Now you got to go through everything you heard to get out of something your ass, walk your ass right up into. Like you just the, the star of the crowd. But like I said, Trump was there for a reason to get dumped on. You know what I'm saying? You needed something in time. So like, see, they write the future with stuff like this and he, I don't think he sees it. Every motion he make is for the future, not for now. Trump was not here for now. Trump was here to make sure in the future coming and and things, he either go the way he went, being tedious and, and, and retarded, spontaneous and all that other stuff. Always got an answer for an answer you don't have and that type of thing. You can just be like, okay, I'm going to pre-plan this and just not going to do this. So that's the problem. Everybody want to count somebody out when they don't know what they're talking about. And that, that, was, that was Trump, and that was the reason why he was there to represent the nation because the majority of the nation don't know what they're talking about. The majority don't. That's why they have things like social classes and stuff like that. They try to catch you early and then bring you in to where you don't get so misguided when you're really a bright person inside. They just wait for that mature. But then inside, even inside that brightness is a darkness in there. So it comes down to basically you. That's when it, the world goes into what happened with hip hop. It wasn't about the money. They seen something that was there. It was, it, it, once it started overwhelming people, Groups like uh, Public Enemy, even Karras One. You know, first Karras One to me, he was kind of oxymoronic, a little big-headed, big bloat, you know, got a big mouth. But he thinks clearly, he speaks clearly. You know, that's, the, that's his plus, but a lot of him is more ego. But, you know, that's a New York thing. I learned that from KJ, the Cold Crush Brother. He said everything out there they do, they have to put that on on it. This is right when I first walked in the recording industry about 1987. We, would, he, we were recording together he said, New York. I said, why didn't New York, you know, every time y'all do something, it's like, well, you know, we're this big old, and he was like, man, we gotta do that, man. If not, he said, the way the, stru- the project's structured, and if we don't do that, we, we won't be heard. And I said, oh, you know what, we got space out. We got, I said, even the projects out here got elbow room. They're not up 17 stories like good time there out on the ground two story places looking like barracks or whatever it looked like brick bricks or whatever they say it looked like and that's what it is now the, the structure around there is based upon the intelligence level of starting you can start from a project and move up and don't look back but if you look back and i gotta give you know you feel sorry you know it depends on how you give non funded you know up the ante you know what I'm saying you up the ante then it's good I remember one time it was uh what was a guy named uh Radio personality, Russ Parr, Bobby Jimmy. Oh my gosh. And you know, he was making records before I was making records, right? Um, And by the time 8 and I had made it, we went to, we was in Texas, we did a lot of shows in Texas, but we went to Texas and we was at the radio station and he called. At first, it was like, the, like, man, I'm glad y'all made it, man. Hey, look, look, that, that, that see, he, you know, you know, me and Greg Mack, you know, we, we, we helped you guys, and, and they did, you know, Greg Mack pushed a lot of West Coast groups up, man, and even though the stuff wasn't that good, but you know, we came in pretty good off the top with the one time gaffing them up. Even this, this is Compton, was a good song, <clears throat> and they supported us. <clears throat> then he got real sad. He said, man, I'm sorry I left you I Would like left us out. I didn't give you guys one. I left because he did leave LA K because k was going, you know, it was going through a metamorphosis. And he left and went and got that big contract somewhere back in Texas. And we was like, no, you did not leave us. You made a higher step. I said, all you have to do is come back. Do go back to LA. Tell them why you left. Don't ever feel sorry. I said, and let them know it's more business around the world than just sitting in LA and looking at Hollywood. He was like, good looking. See, I knew, something told me to call in. We was like, you see, that he on TV one, he writing, you know. I told him, don't stop there. I, I, I had a thing like that with uh, DJ Pooh, but it was a little different. He was like, uh, where was we at? We was at a convention in L.A., down, downtown. No, going towards the airport. He wanted some weed. And he came down and looked. He said, the only person he, faced, he recognized was mine. He knew I was on the red side of fence, he was on the blue side of it. And our hoods like were extreme enemies at one point. The Watergates and the Center Parks, extreme enemies. We looked past that. He said, came over there. Hey man, you got some wheel? How much you need? More? I got you, I got you, type of thing, right? He needed like a hundred bucks. I said, I'll be right back. I'ma play it off. I said, run around. Everybody really came here to see you, and you know what I'm saying, and just you know talk. He said, what should I talk about? To him, you know, just talk. Don't don't tell him where to get a record deal from. him to say. You know, you got stuff on the table. You trying to get that executive spot? Like you give a job? You know, he <laughs> looking like dude. You have been thinking? I'm like, man, don't you think I get questions asked all the time about how to you know people spit up their business? That's why I moved out the limelight of the, the record recording industry because everybody thinks it's a, it's a ghetto pass. It's not. It's not a ghetto pass. It's a job. But anyway I went and got that. And he that's when he was telling me that him and Q was doing the pitch for, for the first Fridays. And uh <laughs> Pooh the guy that played Red on Friday, man. My grandmama gave me that chain. That's Pooh 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 one of the original gangsters I know in hip hop. You got a lot of people that claim that. Pooh is an original gangster in hip hop. Uh West Coast. Okay. Uh Ice T, he's original gangster too, uh, Bobcat, original gangster. Egypt never was a gang member. Krista Glove wasn't a gang member. Uh a lot of people weren't gang members. They did, they fuck with you. If you real, real knows real. They don't <laughs> Would you claim you do that in the time we ain't together while we together, we that's how my hood function. We hung with the motherfuckers that didn't bang. When the hood homies came together to do her shit, we did hood shit. But we'll turn back around and fuck with the motherfuckers that don't fuck around with the hood. But don't, if you don't fuck around, don't promote it in front of us like you fucking around. then we're going to tell you to bring your ass on in there and blah, 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 blah. But that's how shit. Well, we didn't ever told him to come in, though. Anyway, um, so what happened was when he walked off, he went up the escalator. We was at some fancy hotel. And he went up the escalator, and the white guy had turned around and he bought up his fist and did like this in the back of his head. People was going, why are you gonna hit him? You, know, you hear people say, you know above him. somebody always, instead of thinking, they always got something to say, right? And this is before the conquest of weed. Now weed's in everybody's system. <laughs> okay, this is when, you see how he had to ask me real low? Like, you know, I had to sneak off. We had to make it look like blah, blah, blah type of thing. Now you can just go in there and make a deal in front of everybody. Shit. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that even I don't smoke weed. Marijuana is a, uh, it is a healer. It is an actual healer, for real. I take CBD oil now because not for the effect of the high, for the healing point in the properties of where mar- it's a concentrated form. Okay, it's concentrated. Now, I want to concentrate. I I may one day take the concentrate that make me high, but right now I let my body get used to healing itself. That's all it's about. When you get my age, I'm fifty I'm over fifty. I'm fifty-one. It's all about healing and longevity. It's always been that way anyway. You gotta figure out when to break that in at your first twenty five years. But like I said, this nation needs healing. I'm not into politics, but I give Biden one bit of credit. He's a good speaker, he's a clear speaker. Uh, uh I almost called a man, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Obama. Kind of paused a little bit when he talked. But he, he he used a lot of college terminology because that's who he is. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't mad at him. Trump was more on the rah-rah side. You know, he he likes rah-rah things. You know, Biden, we get, we're here to see. It's a job. Once you look at the presidency as a job and not your leader, then you understand that a job has to work with other constituents that have jobs to put this corporation together which is this country so and that was the problem with trump he went ceo and like i always said once he learned to play the game he's going to be out you have to learn learn to work well with others dealing with any job that, well, unless you're self-employed and see so the presidency is not a self-employed place you over a corporate america so that was on that man but like i said you can learn a lot so it's going to teach now in time everything's going to be thorough it ain't going to just be and you should be learning to be thorough, so you don't have to have this backlash. Like I said about comedy, now they're gonna be telling jokes, and ten years later, somebody gonna come back and sue them. Let me see. How can I say this? Mm. A lot of heroes aren't emotional. Emo people run behind the heroes, trying to not say like be at war with them, but the true hero is an emotionless person. They look at everything. But the emos are a second place that is going to take first place for a chance it's going to battle out with the hero. For the simple fact, emos is running their own clock. Not the wrong, they got the right, some of them, it's different clocks for different emos. Now, if you emo over religion, a lot of the old emos in religion clock went off and they're done. They have to self-heal themselves through whatever repetitious life that they do. You got new emos coming in like the old, and you got an emo society that actually exists. That's like that. Ugh, I can't really. I ain't gonna say that.
1: But that the, the
0: emo society that exists it's kind of like the mothers against drunk Driving type of a. You know what I'm saying? And that type of a organization type of a thing. And those are true emos. You know, it's like it is. It's, <laughs> it's a weird society. You know, when so you run into the world of being a hero or a zero. You never think of the emo. The emo is like the longevity of all. That's that 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 LGBT whatever that is. It ain't about the homosexuality. It's about the emotional balance that they do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no you know. It's, it's just a weird world. You know. A lot of them turn vegan. Which basically vegan. It's not. It's not like it's a cure. Uh, veganism is not the miracle drug. It's just a way of living. And uh, it's based upon facts and not a lot of fiction you know it's people that eat meat you end up inheriting the spirit of the meat that you eat and uh that's why i say it's best to get from the source to go through do the store bars why they go vegan it's best to inherit that because it doesn't speak you know what i'm saying <laughs> but the animals have emotions and feelings you know not as, as as intense as human beings but they still have emotions and feelings so that's the thing, but, you know, through the billions of years of being alive as human beings, hey, man, we gotta take the good with the bad, man, he's just, that's the, that's the, you know, that's, that's, you're just light coming into a dark, you know, everything started out of darkness, basically, you just a new light coming in, that's all it is, but anyway, I'm I'm gonna get off here, I'm just, I wanna throw that out there about Trump, I ain't, I ain't he didn't fix nothing, okay, he didn't, he didn't, he, he went for what he learned and applied what he learned in front of all of the world and that's just the way he learned things and expels it. But like I said, you can learn from a dummy by saying, I'm not going to do that. And if you learn from all these people getting killed, don't sell your platform, which they're telling you. <coughs> One thing in the recording industry on your con- contract is you are your entity. You are the person, the the the, the brand, the name, the platform. You're all, the Social media tells you all this. But social media right now is experimental. It's gonna be experimental for maybe the next 10 years until people, except for every generation after that. But once it, once it boils down, it's every generation, all the newness, then it goes into st- statistics and then planning for the future and stuff like that. But right now, it's so experimental still. You see what I'm saying? Like what was the boy named Bunk or Bunk or when he was doing all that daredevil shit and then and he just got depressed and then they killed himself? Over social media status? He's famous with no money, basically what it was. <laughs> $20,000, $30,000, you spending like you got millions, you're going to be broke real fucking fast. That $30,000 ain't even enough to pay a house note and a car note with insurance. A year? That's not a lot of money. You have to plan and progress, like you know what I'm saying? Like you on food stamps when you have to make $30,000 a year. Just the way life goes. But like I said, you can learn from a dummy. I always remember that, man. So I'm out of here.